Hello everybody and welcome to Does She Talk with Zoe Shirley. Today I'm just going to be jumping right into this podcast. It's going to be about getting off of birth control and what do you do because you're off birth control. <laughs> so I'm going to start out with saying this disclaimer of I am putting this out into the world Everybody on the internet and my friends and family are going to know now that I am in fact not on birth control anymore. So that does not mean y'all can come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, Zoe, you're going to get pregnant. You're not on birth control. You're going to get pregnant. Are you pregnant? Pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. Like, chill out. Worry about yourself. If I'm pregnant, I'll let you know. Quit asking me about it, please. And, yep, that's the disclaimer. So, uh, let me get right into this. I was on birth control for about four years. I told my mom, um, can, I think I need to be on birth control. And she was like, what? <laughs> but she took me to the doctor and put me on birth control. And I didn't think twice about it. And so, I was on the birth control pill. I took this pill literally boot camp style. I had an alarm five minutes before I was supposed to take the pill. Just so I can find it wherever it is. And then, an alarm on the time that I took the pill. So, I took this pill on the dot 99% of the time. There were days that I left my pack at home and I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I going to get pregnant? I hope not. I did it though and so yeah that was just like very I was on the dot I'm on the pill I don't really know if I had any bad reactions to the pill I, I could have but I can't really just say everything's on the pill because I don't eat or I didn't eat that healthy I'm trying to right now but I didn't eat that healthy I didn't work out like I'm gonna gain weight if I'm on the pill or not you know so, 19 years old, get on this birth control pill. Don't y'all think that that's a lot of pressure to put on one individual because society be putting all of this onto the female. It is your fault that you got pregnant because you're not on birth control. And the guy, yeah, the girl should have told him to put a condom on. You know, like, come on guys. Y'all need to take some accountability wrap it up if you don't want to have a baby you know birth control is it can be a band-aid for most women so like if you have really bad acne and you go to a doctor about it they're gonna be like okay we're gonna put you on birth control to quote-unquote balance your hormones even though that's just putting a or slapping a band-aid on something when they're just too lazy to dig in deep and find the root issue of what is going on in your body that's causing whatever that's happening to you and the doctor's just like yeah I'll put you on birth control it'll, it'll fix it and yeah it'll make the symptoms go away but once you get back or get off of birth control they will come back they're gonna come back even harder too just because like you didn't fix the problem you just slapped a band-aid on it so doctors need to do better. Um, reasons I wanted to get off of birth control. 
my number one reason was I wanted to be more natural. I wanted to find a natural way. I was tired of doing like pumping pills into my body every single day. Like I don't know what's literally in that thing. I'm just taking it because they say I won't get pregnant. And my anxiety this past year has spiked up. I was having anxiety attacks and all that. So I just wanted to cut out birth control so I can factor that out of the equation and figure out the little root of this thing. And also, why not? I'm married. I talked to my husband. He said, go for it. Get off birth control. I don't care. It's your body. Like, you know. So, y'all probably thinking, well... What do you use instead of the pill, Zoe? Like, you keep saying you're not going to get pregnant. Don't ask you. But you're not telling us what you're using. Well, one, condoms. That's like what every school and everybody preaches in the whole world other than abstinence. Whenever you're fertile, make sure to use a condom because if not, you will get pregnant. And then I am using what they call the fertility awareness method. What is the fertility awareness method? It is a method used to identify the fertile window in your cycle. Did you know that you can only get pregnant five to seven days out of your cycle? What? I, I mean, I didn't know that. I just thought have sex, get pregnant. That's what they teach you. Like, put it in one time, you get pregnant. I feel like a lot of times that happens is because we don't educate girls on figuring out when their fertile cycle, like fertile window is. And so that one time that they have sex, it ends up being like right around when they ovulate and then have sex, get pregnant, you know? So I think we just need to educate women and girls on their bodies like why aren't we doing that people and the fertile window is five to seven days I say seven as like a little like being weary um, because sperm can live inside you for five days so if you have sex let's say this day and then you think you're good and then the sperm lives in your body for five days and it can accidentally still be in your body when you ovulate four days later, you know? And so then you ovulate and then boom, pregnant. And that's if the egg takes the sperm and all that. There's a whole bunch that goes into getting pregnant. How do you find your fertile window? What dictates when you are fertile? So you can use several different things to track when your fertile window is. The more you use, the better off, but you can use like one or two or, you know, just whatever you feel like. it be a little more lenient, use one or two, kind of like figure out the gist of it. So you can use basal body temperature, cervical mucus, cervical position, your symptoms, and probably other things, but those are the ones I have written down. How do you use these, or how do these work? So basal body temperature is your resting temperature. It's your body's natural resting temperature. So how you track this is you get a thermometer, 
It can be a regular thermometer or a specific basal body temperature thermometer. And you take your temperature right whenever you wake up. So you take your temperature right whenever you wake up. You're supposed to do it at the same time every day, like give and take 30 minutes or to an hour or so. But around the same time every day, you wake up, open your eyes, grab your thermometer, stick it in your mouth. Don't stand up, walk around, you know. You're getting your body's natural resting temperature. So how I do this efficiently is I put my thermometer literally on my phone on my bedside table. So it's bedside table, phone, thermometer stacked all on top of each other. And I do this because when I wake up, you usually reach for your phone. So whenever I reach for my phone, my hand grabs my thermometer, I pop it in my mouth, take my temperature. It's easy as one, two, three. What does your resting temperature have to do with your fertility? You're probably wondering this like, it's just a temperature, Zoe. Well, in the first part of your cycle, you have a base temperature, and it may spike up a little bit up or down, you know, but it's relatively the same. When you ovulate, your temperature will drop lower, and then to confirm that you ovulated, your temperature will spike higher than your base temperature. And also, to confirm if you're pregnant or not, or not confirm, but if you're pregnant, your temperature will stay high and not drop down towards the next cycle. That's how you can use your basal body temperature to chart and figure out around when you ovulate because it will drop down your temperature. You can also use your cervical mucus to help pinpoint this window, your furrow window. Throughout your cycle, your cervical mucus changes. You have non-fertile mucus and fertile. Non-fertile mucus will include dry and sticky, creamy or lotion-like mucus, and your fertile mucus will be wet and watery, and then right before slash during ovulation, it will be more like a raw egg white. Sorry for that image. I know this can kind of gross people out, but to me, kind of interesting. This will help sperm survive and travel, the more watery egg white texture. You can also track your cervical position, which you'll have to figure out how to find your cervix and all that stuff. I can go more into this in a different podcast, but basically you see how high or low your cervix is during your cycle. If your cervix is open or soft or hard, it's a bunch of things. You can also track your symptoms. Your body changes throughout your cycle. You probably know about period symptoms. Well, did you know that you can have ovulation symptoms? Your breasts can get sore and you even have cramping. So there's like different things around your period. You know, you'll be cramping, your back hurts, boobs are sore, all this. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm about to start my period. Well, the same thing goes for ovulation. You'll be like, ooh, got a little cramping down there. Ooh, a little sore up here. Well, they're probably about, like, right about to ovulate. So those are the things that I use to help track my fertile window. On this app, though, that I told you about at the beginning, I really like it because there's, like, it has so much that you can track on here. 
So you track the temperature, your mucus, you can do your cervical position. Um, I also have, I bought a pack of ovulation strips on Amazon and just to confirm when I'm ovulating because I am relatively new at this. So I just want to make sure that all my data lines up and it's all correct. And on this app you can track like pain, you can track your acne, your lower back pain, menstrual cramps, bloating, breast pain, coughing, nausea, mood changes, a whole bunch of things. And then I bought the premium version because I also wanted to, because I'm already opening this app every day. I might as well track all, like everything. So I've been tracking my sleep. So if I get less than seven hours sleep or more than eight hours of sleep, I put my seed cycle, which I can talk about in another podcast if I did that or not, if I drank coffee, if I had an energy drink, drank alcohol, took Tylenol, worked out, you know, just like a bunch of different things that I can just see if that affects my life. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. (laughs) And you're probably thinking, well, my period app tells me when I'm fertile. Well, I'm just going to tell y'all that is most likely wrong. Because most period apps go off of the prediction method. So it guesses how long your cycle is within a roundabout knowledge. It predicts your cycle is around 28 days. So you may ovulate around day 19. So that's the day that it will tell you like, oh yeah, I'm most fertile. But you could be ovulating on day 13, you know, I don't know. Just all those things. Whenever your cycle may be 32 days. And you may ovulate on day 15. And what's good about the fertility awareness method is you actually chart the data so you aren't guessing. And you like you have the knowledge there. It's not just an app telling you, yeah, you may be fertile right now. Because that's how you get pregnant, yo. Unless you're trying to get pregnant. You can also use this method... I'm using it to not get pregnant, so track where your fertile window is and kind of be more hesitant around that area, be more protective. But you can also do all these same exact things and be like, okay, I'm fertile. Let's have a baby, bro. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, it's crazy what they don't teach us women about. Like, what the heck? I've learned so much. I, when I first thought, my first thought, I was like, I'm going to get off birth control. And, but I was really scared, so I didn't. And then when I finally said in December, I am going to get off birth control, I bought a notebook, bro. And I researched and researched and researched. And I wrote down notes like I was at school. So I researched everything just so I knew that I had the knowledge to help protect myself. Protect? I don't know. To help educate myself and know how to go about what I was about to do. Like, when I was researching, it was saying your first period whenever you get off of birth control is literally hell. And let me tell you, 
it was literally hell. You cramp extra hard, you bleed extra heavy, like everything, all your symptoms are through the roof because your body doesn't know how to act. And this happens because the pill, you don't really have an actual period. It is what they call a withdrawal period. And it's just your body faking a period because it doesn't actually ovulate while you're on the pill. The more you know. And this last period has been pretty nice to me. Like, I only cramped one day. What? Like, thank God. Did you know that your cycle is four phases? Because I didn't. I thought you just bleed, period, and then, yeah, ovulation, whatever that is. But upon my research online, you do have four phases of your cycle. Menstrual, follicular ovulation and luteal and it's just like different parts of your cycle so your period and then I believe during your follicular your estrogen rises and then your egg releases and ovulation and then luteal your progesterone increases and you're at your peak hormones so there's a whole bunch and you can actually like eat certain foods during certain parts of your cycle to help balance your hormones while I was looking up all this and gathering all this information there's a lot of research about how you can eat certain foods during your cycle to help balance your hormones and help PCOS they call that um cycle syncing it's just like syncing your life with your menstrual cycle so, like, how you work out, how much you sleep during this part of your cycle. It's a whole thing on how to support your body in the changes that it goes through throughout however long your cycle is. I'm not saying to get off of birth control. I'm just saying that I did. I would research and figure out what is best for you. And if you literally do not want to get pregnant and you think birth control is the easiest best option for you then do it I'm not judging you I'm just saying to research and gather all the knowledge and the tools to help make a well-rounded decision on what you should do with your body because a lot of times these doctors they don't tell you everything they don't tell you all the options they just say yeah here's some birth control you're fine. So that is my quick little 20 minute podcast on me getting off of birth control and just like a quick information on what I've been using as a way to prevent pregnancy while off of birth control. Don't come at me saying I'm going to get pregnant because I don't want y'all to jinx me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope this helped you and I hope that it opened your eyes and made you want to research on your own. Thank you so much. Bye.